The additive manufacturing process just allows you to dream. It really takes your handcuffs off and allows you to uh, to do things that you never thought you could do. Solutionology is about being unyielding with perseverance to get to the solution. You've had such a fantastic career. Most of it's been focused on Cirrus, but you've got this other life. Well, there's probably more than one. We, we know that there's more than one um, character here. But um, you're also, you've also got your own design firm, right? And, and you're also working on other projects outside of your day job, so to speak. I don't know how you pull it all off. Um, but um, we've worked together on other projects that aren't Cirrus related. And, and right. um, th right. there's a couple of them that are of particular interest. It would, it, it would be neat to talk through a couple of those. One's a camera body that you designed. Um, it's gone through several iterations, but the design uh, characteristics that you've employed are, um, you know, mind-blowing. They're uh, they're they're next level. It, would you mind just talking a little bit about that program? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I had left Cirrus uh, in 2009 at the end of the uh, the housing crisis recession, um, and really I was burned out. Also, I was just really tired. I was a very very intense uh, ten years. Um, I went to Sikorsky Helicopter for four years, and then after that, started my own business called Van Stagen Design, which is basically a product design firm, um, and I do still have that today, although it's uh, running on, uh, it, it, it's now uh, orchestrated with my Cirrus career. <clears throat> so, but uh, during the eight years that I was doing um, Eight, nine years I was doing bench stock and design full time. Uh, I did a several uh, projects uh, that were that really neat. The camera project was is absolutely one of my most favorite ones. <laughs> and it's just so funny how things work out. Um, uh, what I was trying to do there, uh, working with a company that um, had uh, had the skills to create all of the internals of the camera. Well, they had no mechanical design or industrial design uh, capabilities, and I got a phone call and uh, from from them, and, and they wanted to uh, see about if I could provide that service for them. The best part about that particular project was that uh, I wasn't really competing with anybody in, inside the company, so I was really free to do whatever I wanted. Now, they provided an idea, an envelope. They said, hey, you want it to look like this? And uh, as the way I am, I, I'm trying to make the customer happy. Um, so we uh, went with their uh, exterior design and, and their design requirements. But then it became an absolute uh, challenge. And the challenge was uh, putting 10 pounds of potatoes in a five pound sack. Uh, the, the overall size of this camera was small, about the size of a uh, can of soda. But the camera is extremely uh, powerful and it does onboard processing, uh, which was uh, revolutionary at the time. And, uh, and, and it still is. And uh, so anyway, we had to figure out how to do this um, and, and make it. One of the benefits, though, of this company is that they weren't look. This isn't a discount camera. Uh, this is a, a, pro a professional camera used in very, very special circumstances, situations. Um, so I knew I had a little bit of runway, um, a little bit of room uh, to, to, to do some things like machine metal parts. Um, uh, and the exterior had to have a, a uh, had to be very robust. wasn't quite waterproof, but it has to be sort of dust and um, dustproof. One thing led to another. Um, as we started to put the camera together, um, I was trying to figure out how to how to build it to where I could satisfy the exterior design requirements. I could 
pack everything that was in there. And of course, the camera also had like three versions of it. And so uh, about one third of the camera had different kinds of components that had to go in there. So it had to be had had to have some versatility to the design as well. Um, and as we got started, um, and this is uh, how I met you, uh, actually, on this particular project, I had bought my own uh, MakerBot printer in 2011. So I was doing additive manufacturing. Uh, back then, and wanted one even earlier than that, like one of those riprap ones that you make out of plywood at home or whatever. But, uh, but I bought my, I had my MakerBot printer, um, and so I, I knew uh, what additive manufacturing could, or additive uh, manufacturing could do for prototyping, but I hadn't quite thought or never had the opportunity to think of uh, additive manufacturing for a production solution. Um, and through our friend, I got to meet you guys and uh, started to talk about what would the potential be for using uh, additive manufacturing in uh, in this in this camera, and what the process that um, you, you brought me into that I uh, learned about and now love is your uh, uh, your MJF process. What I really liked about it was the toughness, the stiffness, and how thin and small the parts could be, and the accuracy and consistency that uh, came from it as well. So after we got started and made a the first couple of prototypes, uh, instantaneously uh, gained confidence that this was a great uh, solution because we were, we know we're, we weren't going to build more than 150 cameras, right? So um, uh, so we, we really couldn't figure out how else to build the in, inside of the camera in a way that could be produced. Well, what another accidental discovery thing that happened during this time was uh, that I was able to uh, start, I started the process of consolidating the internal frame. So the, there's an internal piece inside the camera uh, that has the whole the circuit cards and uh, the, the uh, lens, the lenses that needed to have uh, places to hide wires. It had to hold switches and had lots of different kinds of ports on the back, audio ports, audio jacks, ethernet cables. Well, I had to hold all of this stuff together uh, inside of this external shell. Um, and, you know, so I was playing this off. Okay, does this, the shell is made up of four or five parts. You have to assemble it together. It's, it's full. The camera is 100% full. There's very little air inside of it. Um, and we had to find ways to get um, the heat sinks from the, the circuit boards, there's, there's five circuit cards inside. Uh, how to get the, uh, the, the the hot chips that were heavy processing chips, how to get the heat to the outside of the camera so it could be dissipated. Um, and I um, I started down the road of having uh, like five, six, seven uh, frame elements inside somewhere. Some things were attached to the aluminum external parts that were going to be machined. And it just was sort of falling apart. Uh, it wasn't coming together. It wasn't converging on a great solution. So what was really neat was I started to realize that I could make what I call impossible parts. Um, I think if I did not have this ability, I don't think we could have come up with the elegant solution that we came up with. And what we had, uh, what, we found, what we ended up getting to was a single printed part on the inside that literally held over 20 components together and it was used to hold the whole camera together. It, it, what blew my mind was, as, as you guys clearly remember, is the requirements for the camera actually came out over about a year long 
process because the company building the camera was also developing ideas and learning. And they're like, oh, we got to add this card. We got to do this. And we get a phone call and they're like, hey, guess what? I'm like, what? We got to put another board in there. <laughs> they're like, well, where? Well, it has to go to the outside for heat and, and it has to be close to this and it can't be in front of that. And I was, it was just, uh, and, and, and never do I get upset about those kinds of things, but I was just sort of feeling the weight of the challenge. Uh, so we were able to um, take the part, the designs, we, we, we were building iterations, and then and I was able to add this new feature, this new bracket, this new uh, thing onto the current design. And, uh, and several days later, I would get a nice box from you guys, open it up, put it all together, and, and voila. And so we were able to drive uh, all of this complexity into the printed part. Uh, and why that and, and the... Why that is important is because I was able to draw the cost out of all of the other components. So now I could have these uh, very simple metal parts that were, uh, you know, typically one setups on on the machine. You know, those are always those are always good guides, uh, always good things to have. But we were able to drive all the complexity into your technology. And what was neat about that is uh, the last time I checked is your machines really don't care how complex the parts are, right? Uh, a person running a machine or a lathe or a, a, you know, something in the middle, they, they care. It's very difficult to set up and there's multiple setups and yada, 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 the cost goes out through the roof. But what I felt was the, the sort of the biggest, uh, the biggest gain was that I could just simply keep adding uh, onto what I uh, onto the single internal frame part, and that worked great. They built the cameras. It, 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 it has it has been phenomenal. We were able to tweak things. We were able to um, you know two thousands makes a difference uh, when I'm trying to decide how big a part could be. Normally on our machine parts, we're plus or minus five thousands and costs a lot more to get that down. But uh, we were able to consistently get down in the two thousands range of accuracy. Um, I was able to do all kinds of, of little extra features in the part, like little snaps to hold things in. I mean, I was able to incorporate um, uh, wire runs and things to hold wires, little clips, so we didn't have to have zip ties or any kind of tape. Or We were able to um, add access holes uh, where you never thought you could create one so you could get in and do do some work. And so so that, that project uh, really sort of opened my eyes um, to just how far you can push it. And at this point, uh, when I start a new project, uh, it's my go-to because it's such a versatile tool. It's such a versatile, versatile component in the design process to be able to have something that can have a, basically it's living. It's a, it's a solution that can grow uh, with you. And when you try to add to it, it doesn't fall apart. The additive manufacturing process just allows you to dream, if you will. It's a very, it, it, it really takes your handcuffs off and allows you to, uh, to do things that you never thought you could do. Um, and, and I've used that in every single project since that. So now that I have the confidence uh, that this, the process can do that, um, I start out on in sort of third gear, if you will, you know, not first gear, second gear. I just start out in third gear because I, I just am confident that uh, I can make it happen. Uh, the last project that we did together uh, that you uh, just mailed me was a very intricate um, 
little mechanism that uh, was it ended up being too small for for manufacturing but the concept worked and uh, it worked great uh, but the human ability to go in and, and uh, make these little soldering connections is where it sort of fell apart but 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 we were able to create these tiny little snap together parts uh, uh, in, in a way that removed the fasteners and just made it click together. It, that type of thing is so uh, interesting to me because of, of, of what, you, what you can accomplish. Uh, that the fact that you can literally bring 10 or 12 or 15 parts together into a single part uh, is just a, such a powerful tool that additive manufacturing um, uh, really excels at. And once, uh, what's neat about this is once you realize this, it really, especially if you're coming from somebody who's making things out of uh, typically machine parts or something, um, uh, some kind of CNC part, uh, this is like a breath of fresh air. Uh, and if you can deploy it in the design in such a way that you can leverage it, uh, there's no, there's no downside to it. Um, it really is positive. Thank you for sharing that fascinating story. And it's um, really fun to go back and think through all the different iterations that you had on the on the camera body and where you started with several components. And then I was just looking at some of the extra components that we have uh, and thinking back to you know, how you eliminated um, the fasteners and then added the snap features and then added the wiring um, snaps built in. At, I just love uh, thinking about that journey and how you continue to push the boundaries and explore um, how you could simplify the ultimate assembly by consolidating the components. The, the latest assembly that you sent us with the snap features, I know as soon as I, uh, I was copied, I think you sent that to me. And as soon as I received it, I shared it with Brian and said, this is genius. <laughs> this is just totally. awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I get a kick out of, uh, no, it's just, Ed, you are uh, you're an amazing designer you're well, such an that. amazing designer well thanks this is your support guys that uh you know i love your i love your tag like there's always a solution i use it all the time I, it's like i steal it uh, and tell my guys uh, that the answer is always yes and the reason you can always say yes is because there's always a solution right <laughs> right Really appreciate the time. I, you know, this conversation I feel like could go on for hours and it wouldn't get old and it never does. So uh, really appreciate the time that you've spent with us here today, Mike. We appreciate, I appreciate being able to work with you, bounce ideas off of each other and everything that we get to do together. You, you make, uh, you make what we do worth doing. So really appreciate that. Thanks guys. I really appreciate your time and uh, thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you, Mike.